youths in politics are not future leaders, but they are current leaders of our generation. We're not only the future, we are also the present. What young people can do for political parties, what political parties can do for young people. Local Leaders for Europe, a podcast from the European Committee of the Regions. Local Leaders for the Future of Europe. Let's get straight to the point. Democracy is in peril worldwide. According to a latest report released by VDEM, an independent research institute, the global decline of liberal democracy during the past 10 years is steep and has continued in 2020, especially in the Asia-Pacific region, Central Asia, Eastern Europe and Latin America. By and large, the level of democracy enjoyed by the average global citizen in 2020 has scaled back to the same levels as 30 years ago. As a union of democracies and as a committed democracy promoter in its foreign policy, the EU would be expected to be the world's beacon of the democratic cause. However, nowadays the EU as well seems to be struggling to avoid democratic backsliding and deliver on its promises of prosperity and social emancipation. Many Europeans feel disillusioned with the EU, and the series of crises the Union has gone through in the last decade has made the European project lose some of its appeal. EU institutions often look unresponsive to the needs of citizens. That is why it is now more important than ever to involve citizens and reach out to local communities. The Conference on the Future of Europe, a pan-European democratic collective endeavor, is a once-in-a-lifetime occasion to make the voice of citizens and communities heard at the European level. And isn't involving citizens and reaching out to local communities exactly what local leaders the first political intermediaries of European citizens do on a daily basis? We have invited two young local leaders to discuss concrete ways to strengthen democracy by acting locally while thinking European. Alba Gordo, city councillor in Sant Cugat de Valles in Spain, doesn't mince words. She believes that the EU needs to be more ambitious in order to live up to its expectations. I think it's very complicated to try to enhance democracy in the local level when in Europe there have been political prisoners and nobody has done anything against this. When we have the problem with women in some of the European countries where we have LGBTE discrimination in some of the European countries. It's happening in the borders of Europe, for example, in the Mediterranean Sea, where yearly more than 4,000 people at some point have died. So it's very difficult to try to push democracy from the local level when we see all these happening in Europe and not enough being done. While improving the way the EU works is crucial, it may not be enough to reconnect misled citizens with the European project. For Gregor Unfried, member of the City Council in St. Pölten in Austria, time has come to change the narrative about the EU. I think one of the main challenges is to change the mind of the people. If you ask people in Austria what the EU does, I think a lot will come with that the EU regulates the curvature of bananas, which was a very, very hot discussed topic in Austria. If people have the feeling to be heard on European level, they would become more engaged in local levels too and vice versa. I think there also needs to be a lot of education on how the EU works and what it does and why it's important for us. Like I said, people need to have the feeling that they are not only St. Pölten, not only from Austria, but also European citizens. 
we may read many appeals to rebuild citizens' trust in democracy. Pundits and scholars exchange their views on this subject and vehemently urge politicians to address citizens' demands. But how do you achieve this in practice? When you are a local leader, you are aware that it takes time. You have to move forward step by step. And the first step may be easier than expected. Listening to the people. Alba Gordo. It's very important to listen. And that's something that I have the feeling we've done not very much, at least like this active listening. We should take much more into account the voice of young people and the voice of those who have so many problems that cannot participate. Well, these are women, these are migrant people. And so all these voices, which we are unable to listen to because we don't have the ways to talk to them directly, all those voices, it's very important that are listened to, that we always remember that those voices are usually not reflected in all our studies because nobody has thought of them. I think it's important from the local perspective, I think it's very important to understand this and to try to build those bridges so that people can talk with each other. Local leaders have the means to translate this ambition into practice by launching projects to engage their communities in shaping public life. Both our guests have taken part in many of these projects, targeting the youth in particular. We asked them to tell us more about them. First, Gregor Unfried on Zankt Pulten. Within the last two or three years, we had two big projects in St. Burton where citizens can involve. The first one was about the promenade, which is a ring about the inner city where now our streets And this should be renewed and the people were asked to give their opinion on how it should be done and what they expect from it and how they want it to be. There were city forums physically, but also the possibility to give the opinion via postcards and online. This was a huge, big process over a year with multiple feedback uh, options. And now we know what the people want to have. It's more place for bicycles, for pedestrians, more green and more possibilities to relax there. Um, a similar um, um, process was done at the Sturm 19 Park, which was a former soccer field in a very crowded area in the city. And the city of St. Burton decided to do a park there and wanted the people to know what they want this park to be exactly. There were different um, peer groups, people living really around the park, young people, and everyone who would like to participate was asked to do so. I'm working to implement a project hopefully within the next two years where um, young people suggest projects and also young people from St. Bolton can vote which project they would like to be done. This should give the young people the feeling that they can shape their city and the city wants to know what needs they have. And now Alba Gordo and San Cugat de Valles. We have different ways in which our citizens can, or the citizens of San Cugat can participate in this politics and this, in this politics making. So on the one hand, we have, we do meet um, periodically with the citizens of the different areas of the city. So we, there are uh, about five to six different small councils, let's say, of well, organized by the people of those areas. And we try to tackle there the problem From the youth perspective, we have one small council, let's say, of very young people, of people of about seven to ten years old. 
Local Leaders for Europe, a podcast from the European Committee of the Regions. Both our guests know all too well the importance of paying attention to the concerns of their fellow citizens. Every day in the streets, they might come across the people they implement their policies for. After all, local leaders are always under the spotlight. Therefore, they should lead by example, according to Gregor Unfried. In my opinion, local leaders can act as role models and make sure people don't only have the feeling to be heard, but really are heard. Politics is successful when it's close to people and people know that their complaints and problems are taken serious. Local leaders should make sure that the people are in the focus of their work. And also local leaders should show the people the tools and methods how they can engage in shaping their own future. And also the people need to know that their opinion makes an input. San Cugat de Valles is in Catalonia, not in Lower Austria, about 1,700 kilometers far from Zankt Pulten. Alba Gordo's vision, though, fully resonates with that of her Austrian peer. So we are the opening door of, the, of all administrations in the localities. No? And, and the citizens, they, the first thing they do is come to, to the council to try to solve their problems, to try to understand also things that happen. So I think this should also be recognized some, somehow because we have this direct feeling of how society is living and what their problems are. And European citizens today have no better place than the Conference on the Future of Europe to address their problems. Both Alba and Gregor participated in a meeting of the YEPS program on the Conference of the Future of Europe, organized by the European Committee of the Regions. A great occasion for them to lead by example, as Gregor was saying earlier, by already introducing recommendations. Gregor. I was part in the workshop on the recommendations on resilient communities and we came up with five different recommendations. One of them was that you need to have a look at the taxation and to implement fair taxation policies on European level for companies to strongly encourage them on more sustainable approaches. Second recommendations that you need to promote enhanced support for education, communication to empower citizens and especially young people and help them finding sustainable solutions for their individual life. As Gregor, we as European citizens have the right to share our ideas and suggestions. And the Conference on the Future of Europe will be the best place to do so. Thanks to this initiative, each European citizen can share his or her problems and submit proposals by posting them on a multilingual digital platform. We can address any subject, from health to the economy, from digital transition to climate change. And we must do that. All these challenges can only be solved through collective and inclusive decision-making. We are in this together, as Gregor Unfried has reminded us at the end of our chat. I think it's very important to make people know that, that it's their Europe and that they can shape Europe. If they don't participate in shaping Europe, someone else would do it. And in St. Pölten, we have an art project at the moment on different sites where there are slogans about Europe and one of on our town hall, there in big letters, it says, we're in this together. And I think this is a very important message. If you want to learn more about the YEPS program or the work of the European Committee of the Regions, you can visit our website, www.cor.europa.eu. You can find this podcast on the website of the COR and on the major streaming platforms. 